of Hope is dedicated to making a difference in the lives of people with cancer, diabetes, and other serious illnesses with a mission of transforming the future of healthcare by turning science into a practical benefit. Hope into reality. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. Breast cancer screening is an important tool to help detect cancer in its earliest stages when it is more easily treatable. As a dedicated team of breast cancer experts, City of Hope focuses on compassionate, patient-centered, leading-edge care to save the lives of women. My guest today is Dr. Lucy Tumyan. She's an outstanding specialist in breast imaging at City of Hope. Welcome to the show, Dr. Tumyan. At what age should healthy women begin having regular mammograms, and how often should they have them? That's a very controversial topic at this point because various different organizations recommend different things. American American um, Radiology Society recommends starting at age of 40. United States Task Force, which came out in 2009, they recommend to starting at age of 50. Obstetric and Gynecology groups are recommending to start at age of 40. So I think it should be an individualized discussion between the patient and their referring provider that would determine their overall risk factors and determine their level of comfort of starting at age 40 versus at age of 50, taking into account the risks and harms of screening mammogram as well as the benefits of mammogram. So we've all heard about mammograms, and if women have had them, they're not nearly as bad as you imagine that they are. But what's the difference between a screening mammogram and a diagnostic mammogram? Screening diagram, a screening mammogram only does two views of the breast. So what we are actually doing is we're taking a three-dimensional breast, and we're taking two images and recreating it two dimensions, and we only get two views. With diagnostic mammogram, that's usually for patients that have a specific problem, whether it's patients coming in for palpable um, lesion or patients coming in for surgical planning or other things. And for those, we take additional images. Um, It could be one image. It could be multiple images. But it is a problem-solving mammogram. So women go in for their annual mammograms, depending on what they've discussed with their doctor, and you sit in the waiting room, make sure that the pictures are all right. And that's a terrible wait. And then you wait for your results, which is also a terrible wait. And you hope that you do not get that call. Then when you, if you do get the call and you have to come back in for a diagnostic mammogram, what happens if something suspicious is found? Then what's the next step? So at City of Hope, if the patient comes back for a diagnostic mammogram, they will have additional imaging based on the radiologist's recommendation, then they may or may not, depending what the finding is, have an ultrasound of the breast. Once they have all the imaging, the radiologist will review everything at the same time while the patient is still there. The radiologist most of the time will go and talk to the patient and will give them the results. So the patient does not leave our department until they get their final results of their diagnostic workup which helps with anxiety, and our patients are truly appreciative of that. 
So what are some of the potential limitations of screening mammograms? Do we get results? And if someone has dense breasts, for example, Dr. Tumyan, is there a difference in how these results are read? Yes. Um, There are different densities of breast parenchyma, and the younger we are, the more dense breasts are, or we have more fibroglandular tissue, which means we have denser breasts. Unfortunately, fibroglandular tissue on a mammogram is white. Cancer is also white, which means that with dense breasts, cancer can hide. So when they get screening mammograms, we read them, and we will give every screening mammogram get breast density, um, sentence of breast density, what they are, and what the limitations of the mammogram are related to that. So if the patient has fibroglandular, um, heterogeneously dense breast or dense breast, they will get a sentence in their mammogram that says that the sensitivity of mammography is lower. In addition to that, since we are living in California, last April, the law was enacted that now patients get a letter. In their letter, it will state that they have dense breasts and that they should discuss this with their referring provider and that mammogram is not as sensitive for them as previously thought. So if you see something, then when does it come to biopsy? What is the follow-up after a diagnostic mammogram and you see something suspicious? Then what's the next step? Tell us a little bit about biopsies. So the next step, after we do the diagnostic workup, which includes either mammogram or ultrasound, I come in into the room and I talk to the patient and I discuss all the findings. I will go through every single part of it and we will discuss what the findings are and what we're going to do. If there are suspicions and we're going to do a biopsy, at that point I will discuss with them what the biopsy will entail. There are actually three different modalities that we can use for biopsy, ultrasound, mammograms or stereotactic biopsy, or MRI biopsy. Majority of the biopsies are done with ultrasound. I will go through with them every step of the way how the biopsy is done. With ultrasound, we will be doing this real time. I will be visualizing the needle and the lesion the whole time. We give them local anesthesia, same thing that you would get at the dentist. It's going to pinch and burn momentarily, and then the breast is going to be numb. We'll put in the biopsy device, take a couple of samples, and samples will go to pathology. It takes at our institution about 72 hours for pathology results to come back. The pathology results are going to come to me and to their referring physician. Once the results come back, who, which doctor does the patient speak with about these results? You or their okay. primary care physician? Once the pathology results come back, I look at the imaging and pathology results and make sure that there is concordance. As long as there is concordance, I will give my recommendation and that report will go to their primary or referring physician. The patients discuss their findings with their referring physician. So tell us about some new techniques being studied to improve the accuracy of breast cancer screening. Oh, I'm really glad you talked about you asked me about that one. So the future is <clears throat> digital tomosynthesis. So what this does is, as I've told you before, we're taking a three-dimensional breast and we're taking two images and making it into two dimensions. But 
just like everything else is three-dimensional, so we are getting a lot of overlapping tissue. And if you have dense breast, there's a lot of overlap, and it may stimulate the mass when there isn't a mass, or it may hide cancer. So what the digital tomosynthesis does, it takes multiple x-rays of breast at 15-degree angles, and then it'll reconstruct it into three dimensions. So now we can view the breast in three dimensions, which means that even with denser breasts, we can see the lesion. This helps us tremendously because it not only decreases the recall rate, which is always a great thing, decreases anxiety, but it also increases our overall cancer detection rate. And it also decreases our overall detection rate of invasive cancer. That's our breakthrough so far. There are other new technologies. One of them is whole breast ultrasound screening. Um, in denser breasts, ultrasound is a good modality to supplement the mammogram. And the new technology is that it can be done uh, automated, in which case the technologist doesn't have to do that. You put in the machine and then it'll auto take all the images and then the radiologist will review it. So those are the two big modalities that are making or the new strides in breast cancer. And in just the last minute, Dr. Tomian, tell people why they should come to City of Hope for their breast cancer screening. Well, City of Hope is very unique. We have multidisciplinary approach to breast cancer screening. And we have oncologists, primary care physicians, we have surgeons that have dedicated their lives and their career to breast cancer only. That's all they do. In addition to that, we are very cognizant of our patients and we give them results the day that they come into our facility and we don't make them wait. And we are currently, we have just purchased tomosynthesis, so this will be installed in the next month or two. So we will be doing tomosynthesis on our patients. So patients that come in with denser breasts will get state-of-the-art mammogram and will get best possible results. Thank you so much. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. And for more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.